We're here to inspire, inform, and connect entrepreneurs and high achievers. Welcome to Results Radio with the number one results coach in the country, Sean Shuchuk. Sean is as focused on your results as you are. Visit our website at www.yourresultsradio.com and take advantage of the free tips and gifts. Plus, get your copy of the best-selling results journal developed by the number one results coach in the country. With you in mind, it is the most powerful achievement tool used by high achievers today. Here is the host of Results Radio, Sean Shuchuk. Good afternoon, everybody. Sean Chuchuk here. It's a beautiful day, and I've got something awesome coming for you. Thank you for tuning in for another edition of Big Results Radio. I've got with me today uh, a good friend and best-selling author of It's Your Life, Lift Big, Josh Hines. You know, from time to time, I work with folks, and I do this all over North America, and, and people ask me a question. How is it that some people I see really have a different life. They live big. They live at a different level. They're engaged. They have purpose. They understand their why. And they're making uh, their life out to be what it is. They're living intentionally. And I think it's really important for all of us to really get to a point where we start to understand some of the big questions. And not only the big questions, but the answers. What does it really mean? You know, you've heard me talk a great deal about results and achieving big results and some of the the steps that it takes to get there. So we're going to take another one of those steps today. Josh, welcome. Hey, it's an honor to be with you, Sean. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to everyone. Absolutely. Listen, I know you wrote a book, and I referenced it in the introduction, It's Your Life, Live Big. Mm -hmm. Share with me, please, what, what does living big mean? Sure. So really in my world, living big, you know, a lot of times people will say, well, you know, they'll ask that same question and, or, or they'll say, you know, Josh, it's easy for you to talk about living big because you cut your, your frame of reference is one where you've accomplished this or you set out to do this and you were able to do that. But really for me, living big is really gets down to making, you know, Get, making a decision, getting clear on something you want to accomplish, and then every single day, right where your feet are planted, having a set of things that you that you do, actions that you committed to take, and and sometimes those will be big things. Sometimes they'll they might appear minute, you know. But but doing something that's going to move you closer to that intended destination. That that's really what living big's about. Just in the sense that I that I found that if you if you do that with consistency and, and you said intentionality and that's absolutely a key component you do that in, with intentionality you know what you're able to accomplish will will astound your, will astound yourself you know but that's really what living big is is, is showing up where your where your feet are planted understanding that if you do that you know what you accomplish is can can end up being pretty big according to anybody's comparison that's awesome. We hear a lot about, you know, that we should set goals and, you know, there's uh, this quote that floats around from time to time we hear, it, you know, big, hairy, audacious goals. Do we need to set goals to do that, to live big, to really achieve some of the things you just alluded to? Sure. So, so really the book is a, is a series of a number of different things that I've, I've, I've seen, you know, I've used in my life and seen other people you know, use effectively. And, and some of the, you know, and I mentioned that because some of the key things, the first thing we talk about goals is, is actually 
the, se- the third thing we talk about, so to answer your question quickly, yes, I believe we have to. The first thing I think also, though, is getting clear on what it means to you, what, su- what, what your definition of success means to you. And that sounds kind of obvious, but it's not, it's not as obvious once you kind of peel back a couple of the layers of the onion, if you will. Where, where we get past, where we get to a point where it's not just what somebody else, how somebody else defines it, but, but what's going to make you feel successful, if you will. And, and so once you get clear from that, then, then goals become incredibly important because I like to, to, to explain it this way. Your definition of success, what that means to you, as important as it is, that's sort of a 10,000-foot view that you've got to hold on to, the big picture. But your goals are really your boots on the ground, if you will, to take that analogy a little further. And, and those are the things every single day or, or weekly or monthly, whatever time frame you're attaching to those things, the things that you're going to do that, as those things are accomplished, are going to move you closer. And like you said, to, to get the res- like you always say, to get the results that you're after, you know, you're, and, and you're going you're to have to generally trade an action or, or time or what have you for that result that you're after. Oh, that's fantastic information. Thank you for that. I know there's some folks listening today that are definitely entrepreneurs and business people. How does this apply to that, that person who's out there who is an entrepreneur who maybe has built a successful business but knows there's more? Perhaps they've hit that glass ceiling and they want to kick it up a notch. They really want to, um, you know, live or operate in that, in that, that bigger league. Sure. So I think just, you know, I think one of the things that happens is, I mean, that's my background, of course, as, as yours too, is entrepreneurial background. And I, one of the things I think that happens with a, with a lot of entrepreneurs is that they're, they're intentional and they're focused and, and, and get hyper-focused, but they don't really, I don't know, how can I say this? But they're not really, they don't really, if they were to look back on the things they do, they sometimes don't always give themselves a specific credit where an action they did got a certain result or being a certain way got a different result. And, and, and so when they look at the thing, and it's the, wherever they accomplish in totality, they look back and they say, oh, that was a lot of chaos here or just a lot of hardcore just, you know, putting my nose to the grindstone, got this result or that. But, but, the, but there were intentional things that were done. There were specific actions that were taken. There were specific, you know? And, and so I think by taking, just looking at it a little more, breaking it down into steps that you can take and, and doing specific things, whether it's, like, for example, you know, we talked about goal setting, not to jump around on you, Sean, but I, I lay out a pretty specific goal setting plan. I'd be happy to, you know, if you want me to take folks through that, I'd be happy to. But, you know, that's a little bit more than just this idea that, oh, I need to have goals. I'm just going to write them down and that's it. You know, that's an important step, but there are specific things you can do to actually you know, ingredients you can put in there that'll help you actually work those things. Of course, you do know. you think there's a missing component, Josh, when we talk about goals, whether it's personal or it's business or if it's career? Is there a missing component? A lot of people set goals or even, you know, go so far as to say New Year's resolutions. What, if any, is the missing component? 
I, I think for a lot of people it's missing. And it's not that they're not setting goals. It's what, what ends up happening is that they, their, their goal or what they, in other words, they wake up on Monday and they write something down they absolutely want. And, and they have the specific and the, they have the ability to make that thing happen or work towards that thing, but life gets in the way. And so what happens is that idea or that goal or that, you know, gets stuck on the shelf. And so it, you know, like the old saying, not to be funny, but that old saying, you know, it becomes shelf help. And so it just sits there. It's still an effective goal. It's still just as the, the, it could have been accomplished, but it just didn't get the time that it needed. So I think the biggest, you know, deterring factor for most people is that they, they don't have a system in place where they're either reminded to do what needs to do or it's important enough in their mind not to have something else replace it, or they don't have some, some system or some person or what have you, you know, to, to keep them on track. Um, so when I talk about um, the thing, one of the, the, when I talk about this, the goal setting section, we actually, you know, I call it a goal card system. And, and basically what it is, is it's built around the idea. And, and, and it's, to me, it's a lot less about the specifics and, and more about, making sure that the system works for you. But I recommend, you know, three by five index cards. And basically you have different, you know, you have all the normal components, whether that's, that include, you know, your, your estimated time you want to accomplish, your, you know, why statement is, folks have probably heard why it's truly important, not just what the goal is, but why it's truly important to, to spend time with it. And, and the key then is action steps. And that's, and that's the bulk of, I think, what makes the difference in, in what I teach or, or, and probably along the same lines of what you teach with folks getting results. It's not just putting it to paper, but it's, but it's formulating and, and identifying the things that need to do to get you the results that you want. And that's, again, it's not rocket science that I'm sharing here, but I think if there is a, is a quote missing ingredient, that's, that's it. It's, it's one thing to come up with an idea of what you want. But getting into the weeds a little bit, you know, and identifying what needs to do, be done, and then having those systems in place where it stays with you and you take it into your daily life and actually do those things, that's the difference maker, you know? I couldn't agree with you more, and yes, definitely that's some of the stuff that I know you teach and, of course, I do. I, I know there's folks out there today, and, I, and maybe some listening today, I'm not sure, but who will read a book like yours or mine and they will take some kind of a course or go to some weekend event where the information that they, they get is fantastic. The knowledge they absorb is amazing. Uh, and they have the best of intentions. But I think a lot of times what happens is, is that, you know, and I've, I've alluded to it before, it's a seminar high where, you know, they want to go and do something, but within 24, 48 hours, it kind of wanes. And so one of the things, and you said it, I think it's so important, is creating a system. And, I, and I'm just I'm reiterating what you said, and forgive me if I'm paraphrasing, um, but also the action steps. So I think that's a key is if you break it down in action steps and you have a system, uh, you eliminate some of that seminar high thing and you actually start making that progress. I think that's so vitally important. Uh, you, you know, you, you, made, you, you said it better than I did. It, it, it really is. That's incredibly important. And, and 
the specific system can, can be fluid. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, I, I teach on, on, you know, goal cards just because that's a, that's a, because that's an easy way to lay it out. I mean, like I tell people, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a big fancy system, but I acknowledge that some folks may be, may need a system that's a little more involved, somebody that can kind of take them, you know, to the hand to help work through. And that's, and that's where something like with your coaching, Sean, that would, that is incredibly, that's a great tool for people that that's a fit for. So it's not about trying, I don't think, well, well understand that we all have, we all respond to different things, different things work for us. And, you know, when I, when, when I first started my, you know, quote unquote personal development study, I grew past that. So, so just because I, you know, do well with a, with the goal card system that I use, it's not as much about the system. It's about it's about taking you know proven ideas and, and adapting them to what works for you. And you know what the work that you do is incredibly important because through experience you you you're able to you know there's there's probably not that many people that you run across that you can't identify what what would be the best what what could get them the best results thereafter. You know. Absolutely. I want to touch on something that I think. Um, is interesting. I'm just going to make an assumption, and forgive me for doing that, that you have no, encountered please. challenges in your life. How did those... Yeah, I, I, have, I have a few. <laughs> How I think we you... all kind of have different ones. No question. No question. But what happens when we meet up with those? When we are facing a challenge that in our estimation and we perceive as being insurmountable, what do we do? Like... What's the best course of action? Well, that, that's a great question. I, you know, and I'll probably give some background of, of, you know, some things that happened in my life. But I think the first thing, you know, it's easy to say, well, I'll just automatically barrel through what it, what it is. And by barreling through, I'll figure it out. And, you know, I'll get to where I want to go. And I'll tell you, as somebody who's done a lot of barreling in my life and has seen a lot of people do that, that that is that can work. That can work. But I've also seen people who who didn't have the didn't didn't have the frame of reference necessary, um, or had gone through particular situations where didn't have the answers because of the frame of reference where they were at, where that necessarily worked as well. Um, so I'm trying to think of a kind of an example that may lay that out. For example, in my life, Sean, I, I have, um, I don't know if the listeners are familiar with, with Tourette's syndrome, but I have a neurological disorder called Tourette's syndrome. And um, it's, you know, very mild and kind of always has been. But at about 18 years old, I, I, uh, kind of a new symptom popped up, and I called it a blocking tick. But I actually, for a portion of my life, I dealt with this blocking tick, which was kind of like a, it was an extreme stutter, if you will. That's kind of a, that's a real, that's, you know, downplaying what it really was. It, it, it was just like a stutter on steroids, as I would say. And because of that, as a result, I dealt with a whole bunch of anxiety on top of it. Um, and so things that uh, most people would kind of take for granted, like, like for example, to, to back up, I started working. My, my background is I actually started working our family business at 15 years old, and uh, my father created a sales position. And so I basically was selling prospective customers over the phone, and did quite well with that. Well, then that was my frame of reference. But at 18, 
All of a sudden, I'm dealing with other symptoms. And it was a life changer for me. You know, even at that young age, you, you had the skill set, and I completely, you know, you take it for granted, and all of a sudden, you're having to kind of look for a different path. But it was during that time, Sean, that I also started what the site that now exists called Get Motivation. Because I had always my frame of reference when I was, quote, unquote, doing well, um, I had been introduced to personal professional development, the value of it. But then once my life circumstances changed, see, I don't know if I'm touching on your question, but fortunately, because I had that frame of reference, even though things were changing, I was able to push, you know, through because I had that, for example, the quote that comes to mind, you know, about adversity being the, the seed of, in, of a, you know, equal or greater benefit. The old Napoleon Hill quote that I probably just uh, paraphrased wrongly, but to that effect, um, if I hadn't had that sort of bedrock, if you will, to, to understand that adversities can be a stepping stone for better, um, I don't know that I would have gone on to create the site that I do and it do well and, and years later a book come from the work I do or, the, or be able to speak to groups when I chose to do that. See what I'm saying? I understand completely. Thank you for sharing. So I probably threw quite a bit at you, but but and I'm not. Sure, hopefully, I answered the question enough. But <laughs> absolutely, what I took away from that is really this. And sometimes we have to shift gears midstream. And I and I think I really think that sometimes we and I don't necessarily mean you or I personally, but any one of us today that 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 you know is really focused on making a change and a shift in growth in our lives, our businesses, our careers, we're going to hit those stumbling blocks. And sometimes we see them as stumbling blocks instead of stepping stones. Sometimes we have to make a shift and make a change in order to keep moving ahead, to keep uh, seeing that progress. I think that's absolutely true. And, and, I, and I think it's also worth noting sometimes that once we get some, some time behind the, the whole the, you know the whole picture, you find out that a lot of good things came from that. For for example, I started out with an idea, you know, to to share, um, just basically personal development resources, and that's how that first thing started. I into that site, I started thinking, boy, I'd like to kind of share my own ideas that I formulated, but I was at a time in my life, Sean, where I couldn't even comfortably pick up the phone, much less think I could build a business around speaking or, or doing what, you know, probably 99% of the people in our industry do in some form. But that didn't stop me. So, so one of those changes that you talked about for me was I just started writing like I would speak. Um, you know, immediately there's the thought process of, well, you don't have any formal training to do this. You know, you hear the critics, even though there are a lot of people saying, I like what you're doing. You're, you're, you're focusing on the reasons you can't do it. And as you just kind of do it anyway, you become better. And so now that I had overcome those parts, the things that I did kind of out of necessity have become real strengths for what I'm doing. But I never would have got to that point if I, if I you know, and I think that's the case for, for all of us. Where, like you said, you have to kind of shift. Life, life's going to have changes. And, and just because you shift or you see something as a weakness – or something, or you, you can become discouraged and, and let it stop you, or you can say, this is, this is the tool that I've got to work with now, you know, understanding that as you continue to go forward, you'll adapt, pick up new tools, meet new people, and those kind of things as you need to. But, you know, you've got to be in it, for lack of a 
better tire. That's awesome. November 10th, 11th, and 12th, 2017 is going to change the way you see entrepreneurship, business, and wealth forever. Three days, world-renowned celebrity speakers and teachers, the best minds in the world. Mark it on your calendar. Here's a hint, it's all happening in sunny San Diego, California. Keep listening for more major surprises. What would being a best-selling author do for you and your business? Massive credibility, your brand launchpad, celebrity. Over two-thirds of Americans want to write a book. Get yours published now and distribute it around the world. More exposure means more prospects. More prospects means more clients. Even better, you don't have to do it all alone. You've got the leading publishing and marketing team doing it with you. At Results Press, it's easier than you dreamed. Visit us today at theresultspress.com. So what would you say to somebody who um, jumps on board with their idea, their passion, and they're faced with some of these negative influences, if you want to call it that, whether it's those friends and family or, or folks around them that are detractors and, you know, they, they ask the questions. And we've all heard these and everybody listening right now knows what I'm talking about. You know, are you crazy? You're going to start a business in this economy at this time. You know, this is the type of thing that how do we deal with that? Well, you know, I, I think there are. You know, it's very easy first to say, oh, you know, um, to take the, you know, you know, burn all bridges approach and, you know, the, like the old story about the guy who, you know, landed and then burnt the boat so they couldn't return. But if a person is, is not, if they're not at a place where that is going to work for them, you know, as we talked about, maybe they're remember references, then, you know, that might not necessarily be the best thing, but... I think some of the key things you can do is, is so let me rephrase that. So what I was saying before, it's not that you know, some people would say, well, just disconnect from all the negative forces. That's not realistic for a lot of people. Would, if that were realistic for everybody, it, it might be better for everybody, but it's not realistic. Um, but with that said, I think what is realistic is to, to make sure you're balancing on the heavy side your interaction with people who have not, are not only are dreamers as well and believers, in, and I'm saying that in the sense that dreamers are good, positive people, but also that, that have a background where they have translated what they wanted to do into, into, into reality, you know, and, and so balance that out. And then, and then that can happen whether you're, well, you know, whether you have a coach, a great coach like what you do, Sean, attending events like what you're doing, Sean, you know, taking in the products, just mastermind meetings. There are a lot of different ways to do that. But, but also make sure that the, the people you're going to, not just believe in what you're doing, but that can contribute. Make sure you have some people as well that can contribute some ideas to help you to, to you know, formulate the right actions around them. You know, um, and, and depending on where, and I have to also qualify that depending on who's hearing what I'm saying, that's going to be different for some people where they are in their walk. If, if they've already translated an idea or a dream into some, into some form, you know, formulated into a business, then they're not necessarily, you know, they're not necessarily going to have to, how can I say this? They're going to still benefit from having you know, counsel from people that can help them. But it'll be easier for them than, say, somebody who their background doesn't really, isn't really one of, 
entrepreneurship or whatever. That's awesome. Listen, you, you referenced earlier your website, your website getmotivation.com. Um, how, if I'm listening today, how, how can that help me? How is that going to benefit me if I go there? Sure. So, um, like I said, Get Motivation started out, it's really just focused on, uh, it's, a, it's a content-focused community site. Um, started back in '96, and the way it'll benefit people is it's really just an opportunity to go in and plug into a number of different experts in a number of different areas, um, thought leaders, authors, speakers. Some of the folks, you know, could name all the names people would probably recognize. And of course, I have you know featured some of my own work, but really the focus is is to feature other people's as well. And then, you know, I always tell people, you know. You, you better have a minute or two to visit because it's very easy to get, you know, to for, to use the term time suck. You know, it can it can definitely pull you in, and before you know it, you've you know ran all the paper out of your printer because you've been printing articles and different pieces of content that's on there. But that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, one final question, then we'll talk about how folks can can reach out to you. But how does fear or worry, which is a product of fear, how does that impact us, our progress? Uh, you know, you referenced our walk and route to uh, the achievement that we seek, the results that we are we go after. Well, I, th- I think fear can it, it can it can you know depending on what level you're able to work through it, it can absolutely paralyze you in terms of what you accomplish. I mean, I, I you know. I go back to my own example. There, you know, I did accomplish some things, and, and there was growth, and the idea took off. But there were also a number, you know, a, a number of different ways that I let myself. I limited um, the way that I showed up in life, you know, because I just. I mean, not the least of which was, I, for, for the longest time, people would ask me to present seminars or what have you, and and it was a common response, I would say, oh, no, I'm just a writer. I don't speak. You know, as if, as if you know, writing was just some afterthought, um, which, of course, I don't believe it is at all. But so, you know, and, and that was a, just a fear based on something. It, it was, and that fear was basically something that grew because, essentially, I had a situation many, many years before that I hadn't pushed through. You know, and that was that was dealing with the, what I talked about the blocking tape. So, so on one hand, I accomplished a lot of different things, but I also limited myself because I never pushed through that or worked through that, or you know, and and consequently, you know, it's interesting. People will ask me and say, well, 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 how did you get over, you know, working through that? And and I wish there was some magic thing, but I but really, it it came from. You know, it was several different things. It was deal, learning to deal with anxiety and things like that. But one of the biggest things was just saying to myself, you know, what's going to change is when I just start saying yes to things. And so, so I did. I just started saying yes to doing things like we're doing right now with this call, you know, and then and and you know, not getting getting caught up in what could go wrong. That's awesome. That's fantastic advice. Uh, friends, I know you're listening. I want to share something with you, and Josh just talked about this. I want you to think about this. Don't get caught up in some of the, the minor details, the how I'm going to do it, and worrying about 
listen, here's the key. Josh said to just say yes. Say yes to some of the stuff that Josh does and go to his website, getmotivation.com. If you want to reach out and, and find out more about Josh, go to joshhines.com and get a copy of his book um, and engage with him. Reach out to us and find us on our site at changeresults.com. You can, uh, the, there's a blog on there. All the contact information is on there. We're happy to, uh, to assist you in any way we can and be of service in any way we can. Josh, one final question. Mm-hmm. One thought that you leave with uh, those folks that are listening today that you believe will help them on their journey. I would say the main thing is realize that at any given time, you, you, you really do have the ability to kind of change the path that you're on. So if you're, if you've, it, it, it really doesn't matter if you're somebody that's looking and said, well, oh gosh, I accomplished this at this time in my life. Now I don't feel like I'm doing as much. Or if you're just starting out and say, or, or you've always, it doesn't matter what part you're at. It really can be about getting that idea of what you want and then spending that time. At, and, you know, as you say, Sean, figuring out the results you want and then doing these things, plugging these things into your routine on a daily basis, and you'll start to see the results you want. It's not going to happen automatically. It's not going to happen magically. It's going to happen by, by being intentional, and, and that's, doesn't have, that's not a scary word at all. It just means doing things that will, that, will, that will give you a better than average chance to get the results that you desire. And, and the beautiful thing about life is as long as we've got a breath in us, um, very few things can, can make or break us. That's you know? awesome. A great advice. I love that, Josh. Thank you so much for being with us today. It's been fantastic to chat with you. Oh, man, it's pleasure's been all mine. Appreciate the opportunity. Friends, we'll be back next month with another great interview, another great uh, conversation about how we can make the shift to change and achieve the big results that we all seek in life in business and career. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for joining us today on Results Radio. Every show, we bring you the very best guests that share with you their experiences and expertise. Do whatever you have to do to join us for our next show. And visit us today at yourresultsradio.com. While you're there, get your copy of the Results Journal. Results Journal.